Well, I think uh, the big freaking cannoli, if you're watching the video, is throwing out some subliminal messages with the finger thing. Oh, yeah. God, I'm going to say it. I can't believe I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I can't believe I'm going to do it because I always say I'm going to be mature on the show, and we're going to start out just like this. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> on the other side of the microphone, we have Cock Block Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no can, I, can I tell a, a, a version of that story? Let's do that. Let's do that. Ladies and gentlemen, I need you to prepare yourself because this is going to be how we start our Friday broadcast. Roberts, our hearts go out to you before you even start. Bring it, my brother. Thank you. Thank you for the affection and the kind love. That's what I'm here for, brother. So there we were last night. I got to tell you, those of you who are parents, you know this pain. Last night, uh, you know... Intimate activity between husband and wife becomes greatly diminished when you have three little children running around the house. All right, bro. All right, we're listening. We're listening. And so there we were. I'm sitting in the living room chair. Yeah. And the kids are all upstairs in bed. It's about 10 o'clock last night. All right. All right. And my wife, Rainy, is, uh, you know, ready for bed. She's in jammies, you know, sweats and, and a string tank top. Ooh. Uh, very nice. Yeah, and uh, not to reveal too much information about. No, my no, wife, go ahead. But, don't, dude, uh, don't hold back, dude. This, you know, we're here for you as friends. Rocky, so. you've seen her that way. You've I seen have. her here uh, in video. You've seen her when you come over here and stop by. Yeah. And my wife is as unbashful as they come. Unbashful, uh, and uh, um, and as well endowed and unbashful as they well come. endowed. Bro. She's wearing the little string tank top, you oh. know, with nothing else on underneath it. And right. It's like, oh my god. Oh, so she. She comes up to me in front of the chair. I'm watching the news or something. And yeah. she turns her back to me and right. backs up to me. And I think, oh, she's going to do what she does. She's going to fart on me or something. Oh, you farted. know, which is what married couples do no, sometimes. No, My no, wife no, gets a no, big no, kick no. out of that. Dude, married couples do not fart on one another, okay, dude? That's like not in the vowels when we get married and shit. Oh, right. Yeah, pull this leg and it'll play jingle bells. <laughs> so I'm think that's that's where my head goes. It's like, oh, geez, what's going on? And instead of doing that, she slides back and nestles into my lap and puts her arms around me and all that. And there is there is my my face very maturely and masculinely pressed up against um, the uh, magnificent memories that are aching to be pulled out of her string so you're saying her boobs your face was in her boobies yeah bro bro, i understand and i'm like oh hello (laughs) i said just like the hello (laughs) and uh just a few moments later as it's like okay here we go you know one of the string things falls down and all of a sudden there's we hear a little giggle and you look over and in the stairwell through the railing one of the little girls, uh, this, the the eight year old, Rowan. She looks. She goes, "What are you guys doing?" Oh, and I'm like, "Go back to bed." Yeah, shut up. Then the famous line from last night: "Why is Daddy's face on Mama's boobs?" What? Wait, that's what was said. And Rennie's like, we're laughing about it at the same time, but going, get back upstairs, go to bed. 
and she runs up to the stairs. But Rainy can see in the picture hanging at the bottom of the oh, stairs. Yeah, the picture in the reflection of the glass. Yeah, bro. Little girl is sitting up there, and she's ready to come back around the corner and look again. And so nothing happens. What? And finally, if I, what do you do? We're in the living room. You know, we're in the living room like young jungle, coiled jungle cats waiting for the heat to hit in our 20s as opposed to, uh, well, Rainy's 20s anyway, my 40s. And uh, uh, so nothing happens. These kids, then both the little girls start coming down the stairs. Oh, hell no. One goes and gets the other. Flynn is like, screw that. I got, I'm going to sleep. And uh, so the two are up and down, up and down, up and down for about three minutes, giggling. And, 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 you know, of course, nothing's going on that they can see or anything like that. And finally, Rainy stands up. She goes, I'm so sorry. Oh, no. She leans in. No. To me, who's sitting in the chair, presses her. She crushed my face to her bosom. What? And said, I got to go put these girls back to bed. Hell no, bro. That was the end. The end. This is this the, is the story. It, this is why we don't have a fourth child. Well, that's not the only reason. I'm also been. Have you been? Have you been fixed? Me? Yeah. Dude, they set my balls on fire, bro. Boom. Dude, you, when you see a big black cloud of smoke come from your balls, I'm telling you, Dude, it changes you, man. It changes, it changes you. you. And the doc's like, God, ah, don't worry. That's normal. And you're like, that ain't normal. I've never seen a black wisp of smoke rise from my <laughs> testicles before. Well, except on rare occasions. But uh, I remember my docs. They were both these older guys. They were both in shirts with you know cufflinks and ties and oh, all of this yeah. he tucks the tie in right. puts on the you know the little apron and he rolls up his cufflinked uh, things and the other guy does the same and i'm laying there they take and they they take your junk and they tape it up against your stomach so it doesn't flop in the way wait a minute and, wait a minute, uh, and wait a they minute. start whoa, working whoa, whoa. away wait a minute dude they didn't tape nothing on me what does that mean um boy that's I don't know. What does that mean? They didn't even have to move it. You know what I'm saying? They didn't, <laughs> they didn't have, have to, to move adjust it. it. I mean, dude, you, wait, you were taped. Well, you weren't like, you know, erect or anything like that, were you? No. <laughs> that would keep not. it out of the way. Dude, my balls were smoking <laughs> like a Christmas Eve fire. Dude, no. But they didn't so, take nothing. So is that they take my that? junk up, and and then they're working on the, the nutsack, you Ooh. know? And all that stuff in there, wherever they make the, the incisions. And here I am. I'm a guy. You're fully conscious. You're just numbed down there. You're fully conscious, laying there like this, you know, kind of watching what's going on down there. <laughs> and the docs, they're not even looking at me. Here they are. They're cutting away on my Johnson. They're they are pulling little threads of, I don't know, semen tracks, whatever you want to call them, <laughs> out of your nutsack. And they're soldering things and all of that slicing away you're seeing wisps of smoke and the two of them are looking at each other as i'm here like this and i'm looking at them the two are going oh hey margaret threw a great cocktail party last thursday night oh yeah that was great it was fun seeing roger again and and yeah oh did you hear what margaret had to say it's so, like i'm back then i'm going guys concentrate my balls <laughs> my balls my balls hey dude let me tell you something i was so traumatized yeah. from that experience 
I didn't even want to look at my shit for like two weeks. So I don't even know where they went in. You know what I'm saying? I don't even you know, know not to be in. racist sounding, but you're never as a white guy. You're never more hung like a black man until Ooh. about two days after you've had a vasectomy. That's not racist. That's pretty. Bet- Everything turned black, purplish black. And you're like, ah, ah, is it supposed to be that color? <laughs> and the doc said, yeah, it's going to do that. Yeah. But I remember I got home from the surgery, drive home from the surgery, yeah. 10 minutes from the hospital. All right, bro. And it's a gorgeous autumn day. This is about six, seven years ago. Uh, not even six years ago. And uh, I'm like, I feel pretty damn sprightly. Yeah. I thought this was supposed to be really traumatic. I know. I went and I got the big rake and I'm raking oh. up leaves out in the front yard. Oh. Shh. And I felt pretty damn good. Uh-huh. And uh, Rennie comes on. She goes, are you okay? I go, yeah, I feel great. And then it hits you. Yeah, as soon as bro. the numb wears oh. off, you're like, oh, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. I don't think my stomach feels so good. Yeah, I, need I think I'll go sit down or something or hang from a rafter. Yeah, or just so, jump off a cliff. And it really only took a couple of days. The worst part of that whole thing was having stitches on your scrotum. Oh, that would like catch on, you know, like your pants when you pull on your oh. pants and the stitches would catch on a fold of oh. your jeans or something. You're like, oh, oh whoa, bro. Oh. My God. <laughs> dude, seriously, it's it's literally making my face hurt, dude. Just thinking about it. Your, your eyes water. And so, <sighs> but the wisp of smoke, you're absolutely right. That was, hey, is it supposed to be smoking like that? Dude, I'm still I'm still kind of <laughs> caught up on the part where they didn't have to tape me up. Oh, well. Would they, do? they just keep handling it and no, pushing they it didn't out of the have way? To touch it. What is it? What's up? They took a big, big strip of that white kind of transparency white tape and they fold it up and they go whoosh, right across my lower abdomen. I'm like, I didn't say anything, but I'm like, I'm like, that's not going to stick to anything. It shouldn't down there, is it? You go, now you're fine. You're fine. It's kind of because, of course, I was shaved clean. Yeah. Yeah, bro. It's the way my wife likes me. I think, I think most women appreciate that. Yeah. You know. it's, it's like chest hair. I have very little chest hair. And it's like, I remember when we were teenagers, it was like, I can't wait, young teenagers. I can't wait to get chest hair and mm-hmm. pit hair and pube hair. You know, I'll be, I'll be a man when I have pubes. And I had very little tiny bit. I'm not a very hairy man. But I, the older I've gotten, I now, my chest hair has turned white. Oh, really? So I get these little tufts of white that puff up over my shirt. I remember when I was dating Rainy, this is about 15 years ago. And by the way, I was telling my little kids how Rainy and I started dating and how we engaged because they want to hear these stories. Did you tell them the truth? Tell your kids. What? You tell them the truth? About our dating? Well, you know, the beginning, the massages and, you know. Well, no, no, I didn't tell them about that. (laughs) (laughs) But, Rainy, one day we're dating. And my hair hadn't turned all white yet, and we're I'm brushing my teeth or something. And she's standing next to me in front of the mirror doing makeup and hair and oh, yeah. things. Totally. And uh, she goes, "Hey, turn this way." And I go, "What?" I turn. And she's got the electric shaver, and she goes, Gnink! "Oh, just like that." I go, "What was that for?" She goes, "Shave that shit." Oh, oh, okay, yes, ma'am. Was what I said. That was back in the days when. 
you know, your woman told you something. You were like, yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. I'm on that. <laughs> kind of still on, bro. Kind of still on. Anything to for the pr- record. promote uh, convivial activity back Dude, in those days. I would like, really, yeah. I would really be interested, at, you know, because, you know, you, you have a lot of hurdles when it comes to what, you know, you want to really do right now. Yep. Um, I, I'm, I'm kind of curious what length you would go to just to get some ass right now. Nine or ten inches? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. The, 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 the open door what was the there. Hell, bro! <laughs> what length would I go to? <laughs> You're such an exact dude. You are such. What, what, a what dude. length would I go to 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 have sex with my wife? Yeah, like would you padlock the outside of your God? Kids I would sell door? my kids into white slavery if Ooh. I could have sex with my wife. No, I'm. That's extreme. I'm just making no, extreme no. stupid comedy. No, no, no. See, I you would feel bad for saying that, but no, I get it, dude. I get it. My kids are, and pardon the phrase, folks, my kids are the greatest little cock blockers in the world. They're professionals. They're professional yeah. at it. Yeah. I mean, you can have everything orchestrated to make sure you have private time with your spouse to enjoy a little naked time and a little uh, a little sexual magic. Ooh. And, uh, of course, everything's all set the whole day, the whole evening, everything orchestrates perfectly. And you're 30 seconds in and you get one after the other kids walking in. Can I have a glass of water? Hey, hey, can we watch a movie in here? It's like, no, it's 11 o'clock at night. Go back to bed. Yeah, shut up. (laughs) Every time. I mean, every time. That's why you find yourself as adults. You could be out in public. You're walking through the supermarket. Yeah. And if you see the opportunity, you really get a little grab ass going I on. I do it all the time. All the time. All the time. I especially do it at Walmart. I don't know why. It's a, I, yeah, I Walmart, go to Walmart. It's, it's conducive. It's like people don't but, even care. Yeah, you know? nobody cares. My wife used to, you know, she's got no problems breastfeeding. And I am more power to her. I believe in that. You know, if you can have the kind of sexually promiscuous society that we have, in advertising and everything that gets done and things that people wear. But my wife heaves out a boob to give a child nourishment and somebody is shocked and horror struck by that. Uh, that's ridiculous. So she never had any problem. Do We'd you be in think the- cultural appropriation <laughs> is destroying the inner fabric of our country? Cultural appropriation. You know how we're so worried about, you know, like for for Halloween, we'll get a list of things we can't be for Halloween because we become this offended society, right? Absolutely. You know what I thought would be one of the the, the coolest, and I mean this sincerely, sincerely, from a historian's point of view, one of the coolest costumes of evil to wear at Halloween. Imagine being a black-suited, black-booted Gestapo agent. What? Nazi Gestapo. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. With the the hat and the the uniform with all the silver little baubles on it and the skulls on your. Dude, you would have Antifa on your doorstep like that. Could you imagine wearing that? And you go, this is historical evil in its most refined state. Hugo Boss endorsed. And yet, if you ever went to a Halloween party dressed like that, dude, you would make the cover of imagine that you wouldn't cry, dude. You would make the cover of CNN's front page. I would, I would. Oh man, dude, they would be calling you so much shit, dude. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. Stupid white man in Wisconsin would be the lead in. No, radical right winger Nazi. Mm. 
And he voted for Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> they can shut their face, dude. Look at dude. We're like 15, 17 minutes in, and we're still not even. We do we this is what this we This is do. the introduction, isn't this it? This is the show about nothing, bro. I was telling Scotty um at the beginning of the show. Me and Scotty, we've been down a lot of roads in radio when we did the situation room. Super serious when we were on the situation. Oh, yeah. When we did uh, the Rocky Stucci show, we were at drive time politics. Super serious. Yep. And um, did you see that, Scotty? Yeah, that was a mute button. I just I just hit it because I had to cough a little bit. I saw. See, my mute button is here on the screen. So if I click it right now. Oh, wait a minute. Dude, you got to use the mute. Does. You got to use the mute button on your screen. You don't have one on your board? No, my, I've got a I've got a mini soundboard, and I don't have a mute button built in. That's why when I do my oh. own show, I don't use the same program as this to broadcast my own show. So there's no mute <laughs> button on screen. So what I was like, telling the big freaking cannoli, cock block cannoli. <laughs> um, I don't even know if I can say that word. I you know I'm pushing the string right well, now. Well, we've said it three times we now, did, so and it comes. We'll out find out. So I think. Nice. Um. It's you can weird. say cock on radio. Well, I mean, cock, what is that? That's a, a rooster. It's a rooster. It's, it's, it's connotation. Yeah. That changes it. So. so I was telling Scotty <laughs> that it's weird because when we do these shows about nothing mm-hmm. or we have half of our shows, just this stupid image. Oh, sorry. Immature. Um, immature. Bits, immature. Dude. I don't usually follow podcasts down, dude, but our downloads have gone through the freaking roof. Our listener, live listenership has gone through the roof. I don't know, dude. It's confused because if I was to advise somebody in radio, I would tell them to do everything the opposite of what we're doing. But for some reason, what we're doing is doing something. I, it's messing my face up, bro. Yeah. All right. Oh, all right. Oh, look at the headset. I got to tell you, the worst oh. part about last night Post all the surgeries I've had yeah. over the last couple of years, all, right, bro. all the meds I'm on Ooh. combined with age, oh. it's what? like when it happens, it's oh. like you want to text. I want to text Rainy wherever she is or call out and I have to go, now it's ready now. Come on, let's go. And so the spontaneity is already a bit damaged. Yeah. And you take that and combine it with three little cock-blocking kids, and what do you got? So you guys don't got, have a lot of romance shit going on? Like No, no there's a lot of talk about it. No she talks about you an awful lot. I'm not sure what that's all no, about. No, I get it. No, 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 I get that part. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She asked me last night. She went and she did some, uh, this is not revealing <laughs> anything bad. She went and had two massages last night that oh, she had to do at, okay. one, at the hotel in Stillwater. All right. And she came back and she said, you know, she says, I got to get some sexier scrubs. Mm. And I go, why? She goes, they had some, some thing going at the a convention at the uh, hotel last night. And she said, I had like a 45 minute break in between massages. And she said, I could have sat down at the bar in my sexy scrubs with a little cleavage showing and had my business cards there for massage. And she said, I'll bet you I had a lined up 10 massages last night. You know, it's. I hate to say it, it's sexist. Yeah, but it's it's dudes, man. It's dudes. You know what I'm saying? Then the she thing. asked me. Oh, what she asked? She me, said, 
what if these guys though wanted to not just have a massage, but you know, wanted to do sexy things? I'm willing to bet at least fifty percent would allow things. She to go asked me. She the said, brush. "She said, I wonder what kind of tips it would I would get." What she said first of all, if I dressed in sexy scrubs, would I get a better tip? And she said, she said last night, she said I'm massaging a woman in her room, and you know I'm leaning over and I'm what? massaging Wait. from the front, and she said my boobs are hitting her head, and I oh. thought if that was a guy, I'd have gotten a fifty dollar tip. Totally. And then she said, totally. What if one of those guys? She said, maybe. Uh, what if one of those guys said, hey, would you do sex? And I'd say, depends on how much you want to tip me. Oh, dude, you couldn't handle and, that. And though. we're joking around now. And she said. What would be, I said, well, what would be an appropriate tip? I said, you aren't going to give that away for a hundred bucks. She goes, oh, f- hell no. She said, you have to start at a grand. Ooh. <laughs> she got a grand tip. And she goes, you know what? She said, Scotty, I would come home perfectly clear conscience and say, look, I made a thousand bucks tonight. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I could. Yeah, that's. And of course, she's just kidding. Right. My wife isn't going to go out there and. You know, we don't have insecurity mm-hmm. issues. You don't have them. I don't have no. them. Our girls don't, don't have them. Uh, but I, don't I have like no the, trust issues I, you with know, my wife. There's certain dudes, I'm just saying for the record, there's certain dudes that I don't like to think about them thinking about smashing on my old, my wife. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. don't like that. I don't like that. I kind of like, you know, want to do bad things. But anyways, hey, I ran across a song today. As long as we only got a few minutes left here. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody knows who Audrey is. Audrey, and, um, you know, we need Audrey. Um, we need to possibly consider having an intervention with Audrey because of her usage of, I don't know if it's Disneyland or Disney intervention, World, but she's addicted. You know, it was the, I, I have to interject. It was the, wasn't it the sharks and the, uh, uh, Fisher food, Fisher friends, not food oh, in finding Nemo It is that dude. yelled intervention. intervention. See, even a Disney there's even a Disney reference. But I seen her, I even seen her post something today. So we're gonna play this song in honor right on. of Miss Audrey. So listen to this. Check this shit out. Ready? Here we go. Three, two, one, what's up? Yeah. Several times a year She owns multiple varieties Of Mickey Mouse ears She's ridden Big Thunder 900 times She always gets a fast pass To bypass the lines Where does she get money to do this? She should be broke by now But she's unbothered by your judgments Of her way of life She's eating massive turkey legs And Chippendale's treehouse Hell yeah! She always plans to be there For several days Where's that? It's a lifestyle. It's not a phase. Cast members know her face and she knows all their names. Uh, She's an adult Disney woman. Audrey likes to go to Disney. How you doing? How you doing, Audrey? Glad to see you here again, Audrey. I see your ears around. She poops Mickey Mouse, bro. Will be Little Mermaid themed, and the groom is just gonna have to be okay with that. She's cultured thanks to Epcot. She's always Disney bound. She's first in line at the rope drop and stays for every second of the magic hours. She's got a reservation at Club 33. It's not for a decade. She waits patiently, but for an earlier slot, she'd kill her family. 
She's an adult yeah. Disney woman. Jesus. She does the Kessel Run in under two parsecs. Please stand clear the doors. Please stand clear the doors. Por favor, Montegance Alejado de los Puertos. Whoa. You might call it obsessive. She knows the lyrics to every Alan Menken song and considers Dole Whip to be a perfect food. When it's time to leave, she gets too depressed. Like Beauty and the Beast, she wants to be their guest. Maybe she should start seeing a therapist. She's an adult Disney woman. Folks, we yeah. will be right back. You're listening to The Situation Room with Scotty Roberts and Rocky Stucci. Stand by. Earth to Robert Bauer. Earth to Robert Bauer. Boy, he has been a quiet cat lately, Mr. Roberts. Red Dog 1 to Red Dog Squadron. Red Dog 1 to Red Dog Squadron. Come in, please. Ground control no, Robert to Bauer. Robert Bauer. Yeah, that'd be more appropriate. Ground control to Captain Tom. Ground control Bob. to Major Tom. Major Tom. Yeah, bro, not Captain Tom. See, that's it's, all that Star Trek shit you got going on in your head. It does. It is. It is. Him. Hey, so, Rocky, I yeah. got a, an important question for you. Oh, my God. What do you got today, bro? Have you, and, and I say in all due respect, Mrs. Ooh, Stucci. All due respect? What's up? Have your sons ever walked in on you guys in coitus? Yes. Was yes. it traumatic? Um, I don't know who was more. Tra- it was my youngest son. Otherwise, we've been. See, I don't know if I've told you this, but I've been a ninja and a samurai in my past lives. Oh, sure. So, you know, yeah. I'm pretty good, you know, uh, pretty quick. You know, just to get shit done when the boys were little, you got to really know how yeah. to work the shit around. You know what I'm saying? Ain't um, that the truth? But yeah, it's so um, one time we we the boys were downstairs. They were supposed to be sleeping. You know, past bedtime. Supposed to be. Supposed to the, be the key phrase. And so you know, we had the rodeo going on. We had an event in our living room. We call it the rodeo event. And um, yeah, all of a sudden, my youngest boy decided that hey, I'm thirsty. I need to go upstairs and get something to drink. You know I'm what I'm thirsty. saying? I'm going to go walk through the living room and get myself a little glass of water. I guarantee <laughs> you, bro. I guarantee you because I'm a professional, bro. I'm a professional. Yeah. What he saw, what he saw will damage him <laughs> for the rest of his life. I'm telling you right now. Oh, my God. Just who was, on to- who was on top? Not me. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I get you then. Dude, we said rodeo. What's up? Rodeo. Rodeo. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, get up. <laughs> yeah, I've only it's, a, it's only happened a couple of times. My teenage my now 27-year-old twin daughters. Yeah. When they were teenagers, when Rainy and I were first dating. Ooh. Now we didn't have as much problem back then finding time. Uh, but there was one afternoon, it was like we're both in the in the big bathroom, the big master bath, and we're going at it on the countertop between the two sinks. Damn. And I mean, going at it. And I hear a slam. Oh, boy. And we stop and we look and there's nobody there. And they're like, what was that? And later that day, my then 14-year-old daughter. Oh, boy. 
said, uh, Dad, you might want to think about using the lock on the bathroom door oh, next time. I'm like, oh, no. Nothing more traumatic for a teenage girl, I would think, and probably a teenage boy, too, is to walk into the bathroom and see their dad's naked butt and his wife or, at the time, girlfriend on top of the bathroom counter um, doing the hokey pokey one, two, three. One, two, three. The whole you put your, one, two, three. You put your left foot in, you put your left foot out. It ain't you your know, foot whatever. you're putting in, nor it's what you're not taking out. Come on. That's right. Hey, do you think? But I think that traumatized my daughter. So, you know, look at like um, when we see these situations, you know, I talk to people now. I'm going to talk about sex on a very serious note for a second. All right. Get serious. Serious face on. Serious face on. Um, You know, when we have little children, uh, everything changes in our life. Everything changes mm-hmm. in our world. Our, this, the structure of everything changes. Truth. Our matrix. And, um, you know, I wonder how many people, women take the reins when it comes to children. I, I you know, I, I, I know there's a lot of dudes <laughs> out there, but, and I, Scotty, Scotty, I know you raised your children, but I'm just, I'm, I'm, yeah. gen, I'm generalizing yeah. here. Um, and so they, they're tired, right? So their concern All every the day time. is making sure the kids have food. And and we help out. Don't I, so don't let me misrepresent what I'm trying to say here. But you know, you get to the point to where at the end of the day, the last thing in your mind is sex. You know, you're, yeah. the, you're worrying yeah. about tomorrow. Now we're worrying about getting the kids to school, getting them to the bus stop, making sure they got their lunches packed. And or it's evening, and you're worrying about getting them to cheer practice, right. football, uh, Cub Scouts, whatever. Now, yeah. how many people do you think? You know, we don't have numbers or statistics, statistics in front of us, but a lot of people can allow the lack of sex to actually influence the relationship in a negative way. Um, how selfish do you, I mean, do you think that's selfish? Now I believe, I believe that in a relationship, sex is a really good thing. I don't care how old you are. I think that it's an important it thing. Is. And it's I mean that from thing. a very right. psychological Absolutely standpoint. brother. It's an intimate thing. And, and we lose that intimacy when we have those little children, because we're in survival mode, we're in war mode. You know what I mean? Right. How many right. people's relationships do you think get affected because of that? Oh, I think a lot. Um, you know, they say the prime factor in divorce is finances. And after that comes intimacy. Oh, okay. And uh, so, you know, you can have uh, children. And when you say everything changes, um, life becomes so busy. And for a guy, now I'm talking. I'm going to use brash um, uh, generalities here when speaking about this. The way men and women are physiologically wired is completely different. Duh, comes after that. But a man has a tendency. We used to say, and maybe you and I have talked about this before. I'm we sure used to we say. A woman is a river and a man is a puddle. Oh, what? Uh, meaning women, emotional, all the things in her life from take, let's say, sex, uh, uh, intimacy, uh, Cub Scouts, school, driving, uh, cooking, cleaning, going to work, doing whatever. All the things she does is one big fluid stream in her life. That's the way they're wired. Everything flows together. For a guy, guys are puddles. 
All those different things are like different puddles we leap to and fro in between. And never shall any of them meet. We got the sex puddle. We got the work <laughs> puddle. We got. The- <laughs> he says, never shall any of them ever meet. Ever, ever. Hardly. We Meaning we have the ability to physiologically, psychologically to compartmentalize yep, those things. That's right. We're we could be. We could be super stressed out at work about something and you come home and you go, oh, I, I'm ready to kill somebody. I, I got to quit this job. This is messing up my life. And your wife will go, hey, you want to have sex? And you're like, yeah, absolutely. We let's do. go. Yes, we do. <laughs> Sometimes it's even when you're sick. It's like, oh, my God, I can't even get out of bed. Oh, I was hoping to have sex with you today. Oh, come on. Here, let me pull back the covers. Yep, yep, yep. So, you know, there is that thing of compartmentalization versus I, I don't know what the proper word is where everything flows together but we're we, dudes are kind of savage dude when it like you just pointed out i mean do we could like be dying of the pneumonia yeah and if we saw a boob i mean it like changes dude everything and sometimes we don't have the physical energy to even <laughs> sit up we're so sick but you you could be watching tv it's playing while you're you're going uh you're dying and you see something on tv with somebody with a boob walks by and you're like Swing, and you're like, how can it do that? I, I'm dead. So, oh, dude, <laughs> it has a brain of its own. It is out of our control. It I'm does. It's totally out of our control. And so, uh, the only point I was making is that, yeah, you know, because we're physiologically wired differently. Um, all those things that, that women are so spectacular at doing, taking care of the family, taking care of the household, many times. Many wives, it doesn't matter what kind of job the guy has, the wife is the one who manages the money. Oh. The wife is the one who takes care of things at how at home. Because if it was uh, up to us, Scotty, we'd be buying microphones and mixer boards. All right. Oh, dude, exactly. It'd be up to my ass in microphones and yep. mixer boards. And my wife would be I I got hell the other day. What? Just to know this morning. What? Sitting here in the office, my wife is over there and she's going through the finance and she goes. Did you spend two dollars and ninety nine cents on an episode of Ghost Adventures? You did. And I go. I go. Yeah, I did. Dude, we were just talking about that. You you <laughs> bought the YouTube subscription? No, I just bought one episode. One episode. It was for three it was bucks? it was the season premiere, and my son and I wanted to watch it. And I go, ah, let's just buy the episode here on Amazon. So we bought the episode what? for two ninety nine, and my wife is like, "Did you pay two dollars and ninety nine cents for an episode?" I go, "Yeah." And she's like, why would you do that? When you, I'm like, I'm sorry. I won't do it again. It was a one-time thing. Yeah. It was an accident. It slipped. It, you know? And uh, so, and there's there's a pet peeve of mine, by oh, the dude, way. talk to us, bro. Let's you get this pay, shit out. Now, we don't have cable TV. Right. But we buy all the services. We have Netflix. We have Hulu. Uh, uh, we have, uh, uh, the Disney channel, oh, of course. you know, the, the spooktacular channel, whatever oh, it is. Right. We've got all these different channels that you can buy and you yeah. pay just a few bucks a month for them. So you're end, ending up actually paying less than cable, but here, here's a good, for instance, I pay nine bucks a month. I think it is to be a member of Amazon prime. Yeah. Yeah, 13, but and, we're, we're uh, not and I start 13 bucks now a month and 13 bucks a month. Nothing. That's two cups, two cups of coffee at Starbucks. 
And so I figure that's nothing. We got that because it's got all this stuff. But then there's things you want to watch where you go, oh, I want to watch that. And you click on it. And it goes, oh, you have to have a stars subscription to do this. Well, OK, uh, stars. OK, two ninety nine a month. Click. You click on that. And uh, then you get in there to stars and you can watch stuff or you're looking at movies. You pay 13 bucks a month to be on Prime and you still have to pay for stuff when you're there. It's like, what's the membership for? The membership is to bring me to places where I can pay more money for it. No, it's for free shipping. It, Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I signed up for Prime when I was researching for books several years ago and I got cheap books and free shipping and all that. Um, so that bugs the hell out of me. I see that. I want to watch something. Not like Star Trek. I'm a huge Star Trek fan. No. But I look to see if it's on Amazon. Sure, you can find it on Amazon. But you got to sign up for CBS All Access. Dude, there's some really low-budget, ghetto-ass Star Trek things on Amazon, too. Like, I, I don't even know why they carry the label Star Trek. What, or is which it Star ones are Wars? These? I don't know. They just look dumb to me. Maybe they're the real ones. I don't know. Why? Why? What? What looked dumb? Tell me. What Everything, were you seeing, dude? The acting was stupid. The monsters were stupid. Are you talking about the original Star Trek? No, there's like movies. Sixties. The there's like movies that I don't know if they're like official Star Trek shit, but it says Star Trek, and it's a. What did you see? What kind of monster did you see? I don't know, bro. I don't know. Why are you questioning <laughs> me like that for? Cause I could probably name what you're talking about if I knew what monster you were talking about. That's my about. point, dude. That scares the shit out of me, Roberts. <laughs> you know, it was this thing with suction cups and long stringy hair, like dreadlock. Oh, well, that was the man trap. That was one of the original season one episodes. It was actually the fourth episode film, but it aired as the first episode after yeah, the premiere in 1966. That one dude, though, and I can't remember what which one it was but that dude who got like electrocuted and then he got all these special powers and they wanted just to drop him off on a planet that was this that was the series premiere where no man has gone before oh really yeah well the premiere of course we talked about this before was the cage with jeffrey hunter oh yeah that's right and then this the, the, <laughs> the uh <laughs> the network spot uh, uh censors wouldn't let them air that one so they let them film another premiere episode or pilot episode and jeffrey hunter became unavailable then he got killed and uh, then uh, uh so william shatner came on the scene that was william shatner's first filmed episode and it was the pilot for the whole original series that aired on national television was where no man has gone before if you look at the uniforms the uniforms are even different they I didn't the, even know not that the they black had collars. Like, they had the rolled yeah, kind of turtleneck dude, collars. They had like meanings and shit. I didn't know that. They had like the different color means something yeah. different, man. What's up, bro? Why do you think one guy has a red one, one guy has a blue one, one guy has a yellow one? Goldish green. This is how my ADHD works. I was just writing down a dude. thought that I wanted to add, and I got the first two words, but then you started talking about collars and I mentioned it, and now I can't remember what my original thought was. I, was <laughs> I do the down. same thing. Here, look at this. There is an original series star trek insignia patch you know that went right there on the shirts dude you are super proud of that shit bro that's one of the original ones but you know what that oh yeah What's up? is not the symbol they all had what was it this is the symbol for science and medicine oh kirk's command was a big tall pointed five-pointed star oh because he was and engineering was just like like little corkscrew. See, and unless thing. you have a five-pointed star, you can't have sex with aliens. 
Damn straight, buddy. You got to have the yellowish green shirt with a five pointed star. Dude, did any alien chicks have more than two boobs? Not that they showed. They couldn't even show. Do you know they couldn't even show navels, belly buttons at that time on television when the original series aired? Dude, I kind of think belly buttons are gross. They're kind of cool. No, they collect shit, dude. You know what I'm saying? I like them. Like they collect so much shit. You know, there was a point in life. Where I learned when I used to draw things, you know, when I was a kid and you'd draw naked women because it was a cool thing to do. Really? No, I just put the belly button like way down near the vajayjay. And you go, wait a minute. There's like, there's like a good, depending on how tall the woman is, it's like the belly button is like almost midway between the breasts and the vajayjay. It's like midway. What? So, you know, like if you're the positioning on the body. Oh, I get it, bro. I get it. What's up? And so, you know, back in old TV where you couldn't show a, like, I dream a genie, she couldn't show her navel, but she had those pants that were pulled up to like the bottom of her rib cage, even though she was wearing a midriff. A what? Midriff. What the hell is all this shit you're talking about right now? Uh, You know what a midriff shirt is? You know, here, let me talk in vernacular that you'll understand. Please, please. Mrs. Stucci enters the room. Okay. Okay. Wearing cutoff blue jeans. Yeah. And a T-shirt that's cut off just below the boob line. Oh, yeah, bro. What's and up? it's airy and it hangs loose. Mm. And you're like, oh, mid-drift. You doing? Oh, mid- oh, mid-drift. Mid-drift. So. We should have there, people send us pictures. We've just imparted a bunch of non-information and knowledge that nobody's ever going to use Well, for dude, anything. there's people that actually can store food in their belly button for wintertime. Just saying. I know. That's kind of gross. <laughs> it reminds me of Fruit Loops. <laughs> Oh, don't even. Yeah, I brought it up, but don't even oh, go there. Oh, dude, why are you drinking coffee right now? <laughs> Fruit Loops, bro. Fruit Loops. I'm never going to eat Fruit Loops ever in my life. I love Fruit Loops, but that really tainted them for me. <laughs> Taint is probably the best word for it. Dude, we just are not. This is like the best show ever, bro. Folks, I got to tell you, the videos that Rocky Stucci sends me on my phone while he's at work, he's just like, he doesn't even type in a preface like hey scotty you got to see this cool video this is like video i'm like <laughs> oh my god i'm like what do you do with your time at work <laughs> do people send me weird shit bro i get all kinds of weird stuff and if people. i have to fight through watching some of these which we have to watch because it's our job and response it's our job it's science if i'm watching that shit dude you're watching that shit Just <laughs> that's saying. right oh rainy watched the fruit loop one with me and she was like Gross. Dude. I literally, and I'm going, okay, let me ask you. Would you eat that bowl of Fruit Loops? I wouldn't even have a Fruit Loop out of that bowl. Not there you go. One. Yep. So, anyways, dude, let's um just do a quick recap. Wow, move on. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I was just gonna that. tell everybody what that video was, and I'm gonna get in big trouble if I did. No, let's not. We got 10 minutes. Um yesterday we had Teresa on the program. Dude, I was an emotional oh, freaking yeah. wreck all day. I'm driving to work, and I'm listening to White Lions. When the children cry, yeah. let them know we tried. Dude, yeah. I was balling in my freaking truck listening to that freaking song, bro. Hell yeah. Well, let me ask you. Did you have any fallout is the only re- word I can think of, but I mean it in a positive way. Fallout after that show yesterday, listening to what she had to say about your grandfather, did you 
feel anything else the rest of the day? I, I mean, not reaction. I mean, did you feel his presence at all? Did you get any of that? Dude, all Were you day. looking for that? Were you like, hey, Grandpa, if you're there, I didn't show even, me. Dude, I didn't even have to do that. I, it was, you know, here's the thing. Let, let me address this. Remember right. that Remember that question, Robert. Um, we understand the skepticism behind mediumship or behind the psychic ability. Uh, but yeah. we also understand that there are government agencies that use those same capabilities like remote viewing. The CIA does it. They wrote about it. They 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 still do it to this day. If you yeah. have this capability to remote view, then that means you're able to open yourself up. You're putting yourself on a different planet spiritually, and you're able to see what's going on in China. So that means we have these kind of, let's just call them superhuman powers. Yeah. Um. So I get where people come and I get their argument because we also are skeptics as well when it comes to this. We really are. Yes. Um, yes. But when you talk with somebody like Teresa um, or some of the few other people we know, Scotty, when, when we they do a reading for us, we know there's a lot of authenticity behind what they're giving us. We yes. know it's not a story. And right. um, so I respect people being skeptics. I, res- you know, even if you don't believe in it, that's totally fine. But remember this: okay. some people's lives change for the better because of this, right? Some people's hearts yes. get put at peace because of this. So leave it alone. You know, just leave it alone. Yeah. If you know a crook, if you know a con artist, call them out. But make sure they are a crook and a con artist before you call them out, right? Right. So after that yesterday, Roberts, um, I was an emotional wreck. I really was. Driving to work, music. The first thing I do when I get to work is I put on YouTube and, and I put on Christmas music. And I'm crying listening to freaking Christmas music, bro. <laughs> I know that feeling. But there's the thing. Uh, there's the thing about life, right? You know, we talk about relationships and sex and, and buttholes. And we, you know, we, we take things on a little bit of a lighter note because we reflect on things that we know and understand and that's life and that's losing people we love. And, and we learn through this process, even in radio, Scotty, me personally, I have evolved so much since I started doing radio. You listen to some of the shows I did three years ago. Oh, and dude, my opinions are completely different. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's, it's evolving through experience, evolving through teachings, evolve, evolving, through listening with the intent to learn and not the intent to react. Yes. And um, so when we reflect on things like losing somebody we so dearly love, um, I, I have many relatives that I've lost and, and I miss very much. Um, but we can't take that loss as a bad thing. We're going to continue to lose people that we love. Someday we're going to be gone, Roberts, and people will miss oh, us. Yeah. But we say, remember in honor, remember in love, remember in ways that it makes you, if you're going to get emotional, like I do on Christmas Eve night, when I reflect back on my childhood, it's a good yeah. emotion. Those are good tears. Those are happy tears Yes, they because are. life is supposed to give us those experiences. That is what the beauty of life really is, brother. Yeah, I agree. I, I thought you were going on with that. I didn't want to interject my uh Well, no, it's just, it's, it's that, just so. important. And so when you get a reading like that, um, it just caught me off guard. I don't know. I wasn't expecting it, I guess. And I wasn't prepared for it psychologically. Um, and so before we went hot yesterday and she just brought that up, my whole body rushed out and it didn't calm down all day. It was just like, uh, um, 
when I was referring to her that we used to do a bunch of spiritual shit at our house, and and me and you have talked about this extensively, yeah. and that's why I asked her, you know, and we could reference all these haunted locations. I started doing a lot of spiritual work at my house because I wanted to hear from people that I knew. That's why I was doing it. I wasn't doing it just yes. to be like, hey, let's do a spirit box. Well, you had a reason. That's the whole reason you got into it in the first place right. was to try to figure things out. Where was I going with that? I don't know. So I was doing, I started doing things in my house and and to listen and hear the voices of the people that I loved. And um, it, it, God, where was I going with that, bro? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I get I, the idea though. I know where you're going in general. I don't know what your specific point was. I don't but, either. Uh, See this dude, that's two times in 10 minutes. I had like major, major getting old, bro. No, no, it ain't getting old. It means I got a lot going on. Cause I'm, when you're a genius, you forget shit. That's what the That's right. You know said. what Einstein said? Einstein said, I never bother to remember anything I can look up. So, you know what? I figure I'm not forgetful and old. I'm just a genius. I'm going to I'm gonna have to support that. I'm just saying. Me I'm too. Have to support that. We got a guy at work. He's an engineer. And he's one of the smartest dudes I know. No common sense. No street <laughs> smarts. You cannot have a normal conversation with this guy. And I love sure. the hell out of him. I mean, he is a fantastic dude. But you go into his office, and you got to step over stacks of paperwork from the '80s. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, now that's, that's funny. That's a mind of a genius, though. You know what I'm saying? So to me, yes. his office is chaotic. But to him, he's all over it, dude. He's he he knows it. He's there. Yeah. You know, he has the power. He knows of that. exactly what's in. No, I don't know if he knows exactly what's in what stack. What are you looking up, bro? What are you looking up? Nothing. Nothing. Let's see, are you checking your emails while we're talking and doing a show? No, no. I got I got stuff saving in the background that I got to click on or it's going to crash my computer. Hey, did Epstein kill himself? Yes. What? No, he did not. Oh. I don't believe he did at all. That was so confusing. <laughs> I'm like, hey, did I, Epstein I, I, kill himself? Scott's like, yes. No. Yes. No, he didn't. Uh, I thought it was interesting. You saw that news story about the, uh, was it ABC News anchor? She got fired, dude. Did she get fired for she that? Got fired, bro. Dude, Stephanopoulos is a jerk. Dude, they're all punks, dude. But you know what? There again, uh, just goes to speak of the criminality we have with all yep. of it, dude. All of it. And I think that's yeah. kind of why, like on our Friday shows, we just do what we did today, just because I'm just tired, bro. I'm I'm burnt out. How much time do we have left? Just a couple minutes. Look at that. We got serious in the last eight minutes of the show. Yeah, we got two minutes left. <laughs> No, it's, um, but no, the, the point is, is that, and I know you feel it. I know a lot of our, honestly, and this is what I've been finding out. A lot of people are coming and listening to this program is because they are all equally just as tired of the bullshit as everybody yeah. else. And we have shows out there that we support that are really bringing information to the forefront. And, and you know what? God right. bless them. You know, they, they're able to psychologically do it. And, um, and then, you know, we're kind of like the file, we're the dessert at the end of the night. And um, I, I just think that people are just tired and, and we've lost the gift of, of humor. We've lost, lost the gift of sarcasm and we need it back. And, and dude, we're raw. We're raunchy. We talk sure. a lot of shit, um, but people know where our hearts are. People know how much you we know, love our country. As I was saying to you before we started recording today, um, you and I have a great time playing off of each Absolutely. other on air. But you put either one of us. Yeah solo in our shows and we start telling the jokes we tell and 
talk about the you know the the uh, the the innuendo and all of that stuff doesn't work. Nope. Uh, you know, that's why I get so super hyper serious in my own show and you get, I've seen you where you're all alone, you're like all alone, Rocky alone on a stool in a black room with a spotlight. Oh, and oh. he's like, I got to talk to you about my feelings tonight. You feelings. know, you know, let me tell you how I feel about this. And, you know, but that's cause we're not playing off of each other. Right. And so we go from being hyper. Yeah. I wonder sometimes about people who <laughs> I worry about people who come to my show and they've not seen either of us and they mm -hmm. come to my show and they listen to it and they go, wow, I like Scotty. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. Oh, you said he's going to be on the Rocky Stucci situation room in an hour. Yep. Let's go check that out too. And we're talking about buttholes and nipples. You got to be somewhat like mentally they, deranged they be, to listen to the show. Yeah, you do. You really do. Scotty. Dang, dude, we got one minute. Exactly. One minute to be out. Wow. So, but wow. you're exactly right. You know what? And, and you can't find this duo just like that. It's not something you can get anybody to, to No, you got to understand character and the dynamics of the individual and, and what we can and what we can't talk about or, you know, it's, it, dude, right. this is mastery. People are witnessing like masterful shit, oh, dude, ninja shit dude. right now. Yeah, we are. We are the masters of our game. We yeah. are on top. Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, you can catch the big freaking cannoli, Scotty Roberts, Monday through Friday. First off, go to his YouTube channel, Mr. All Spelled Out, Mr. Scotty Roberts, and watch his videos Monday through Friday, 9 o'clock Central Standard Time, or you can listen on Odyssey Radio, odyssey1.com, O-D-Y-S-Y-1.com, iHeartRadio, Talkster. We are everywhere, folks, but visit our website, streamingtalkradio.com, support our sponsors click our links subscribe do all that fun stuff hey rule number one don't take shit from anybody love you guys and live long and prosper <laughs> <laughs>